The Adverse Childhood Experiences Study was a huge study conducted in the USA that has traced the impact of very difficult childhood experiences into adulthood. For those who have faced these challenges, we want to explore what the potential impacts are in marriage and how to best respond so that you can create a happy, content marriage. The Marriage Podcast for Smart People is designed to help busy couples like yourselves move away from conflict and unhappiness to build a marriage you'll love today and treasure for a lifetime. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Learn how you can help save marriages, prevent divorces, and keep families intact by going to oyf.support. Once again, that website is oyf.support. And now, here are your hosts, Caleb and Valinda Simone Gundel from Only You Forever. Welcome to the Marriage Podcast for Smart People. If you want to build a thriving, passionate marriage, we've got the research, the truth, and the answers you're looking for. We have an informative episode for you this week. This is episode number 214, and today we're going to be talking about the ACE study and how these things, adverse childhood experiences, impact marriage. Hey there, before we get started, if you missed last week's episode, we discussed couples living with extended family members. Definitely worth going back and checking out. Also, make sure you hit the subscribe button so you don't miss any upcoming shows from us. And as always, if you're struggling with your marriage, we offer sound research-based advice. And most of all, we offer hope. All right, Linda, let's get into the topic of adverse childhood experiences and how these play into marriage, starting with a little background on the study itself. I think last week, like at the end, when we say what we're doing next week, I think I called it the ACE study. ACE. I didn't realize it was the ACE study. ACE, yes. So the study wanted to explore the effects of childhood abuse and neglect on later life. And they, they included over 17,000 participants. And wow. there have been further follow-up studies. And those actually continued to add to the original findings. So they're tracing them into their adult lives. Wow. And the study looked at 10 different forms of adverse childhood experiences split into three categories, abuse, neglect, and household challenges. So just to give you an idea of what was in each of those sections... Under abuse, they looked at emotions or emotional abuse, physical or sexual abuse. Under neglect, they looked for emotional and or physical neglect. And there were five household challenges. One, was the mother treated violently? Was there substance abuse in the household? Was there mental illness in the household? It's number three. Number four, parental separation or divorce. Number five, household member incarcerated. Was anybody in jail? Okay. One of the family members of the household. So that's the study. Uh, you can actually look it up online and take it yourself if you want. Just search for uh, ACE questions. I think we'll bring it up in Google. And they're in quite a few places. I think it's just 10 questions. So the initial findings from this were interesting. Almost two-thirds of the surveyed adults reported at least one adverse childhood experience. I'm going to say ACE after this because it's a little bit faster. And more than one in five... Uh, so 20% of people reported three or more ACEs. Okay. Now, ACEs are often experienced together. So if you, if you experience one of the 10 factors, you are much more likely to have experienced at least one more. Really? So it's pretty rare for people to have just one. Okay. That's common. And ACEs are found to lead to a huge range of negative outcomes in adult life, including damage to physical and mental health, dangerous or unhealthy lifestyle choices, and reduced life potential. What does that mean? Meaning that you just struggle through life. You don't oh, do okay. as well. Okay. In sort of measures of success. Wow. Now we need to unpack the impact of ACEs a little bit more, but I want to pause to make a point here. 
And our goal is not to point out that people are damaged goods or to make anyone feel like they're somehow permanently emotionally crippled or in the context of our marriage podcast that they'll make a terrible spouse. No, not at all. There are as many wonderful people with ACEs as there are without. Right. However, by acknowledging the potential impact of ACEs, at least now a couple can know how and why some of the current challenges in their marriage may have developed and they can create some specific and targeted goals for healing. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Sometimes just knowing why what something's happening, what's what you're going through. What you're dealing with, yes, exactly. Makes it easier, yeah. So allow me to illustrate that from the physical realm. Imagine I had a set of challenging and unexplainable physical health problems. And after a lot of struggle and problems and doctoring, it came out that I've been drinking from a polluted water source. Mm-hmm. Now I know that I need to stop drinking that water and also find out what was in the water once I know that, I need to understand what the pollutants were and how they've impacted my health. And then I can take steps toward dealing with those symptoms in order to restore my health. Okay. It's kind of the same with ACEs. One night, once I understand that my present struggles are tied to my childhood experiences, it's not so that I can blame that and stay no. in victim status, Yeah. but I can begin to face those things because I know what they are mm-hmm. and know how to pursue healing. Mm-hmm. So you know what you're dealing with, right? Okay. Now... A little bit more information on this study, uh, or what the conclusions of it, I guess we'll call it that, is we have to talk about the ACE pyramid. So just imagine, uh, if you're listening today, a pyramid with levels to it, like kind of a triangle with a base level, a second level, a third level, that kind of thing. What? So if they're listening today, they're to imagine this. Well, if they weren't listening today, then they wouldn't be listening to the podcast. I think I'm having an adverse marriage experience right now. <laughs> we'll do an AME podcast next time. What is that? Life with Verlinda. Oh, come on. Adverse marriage experiences. (laughs) So if you're not listening today, then don't imagine this. If you're not listening today, please disregard what I just said. (laughs) All right. I got your point. So one of the things the researchers discovered is that there were a potential set of negative changes. Potential set. You don't have to have these. That built one upon another. They charted this out as a pyramid because you have many people at the bottom and just a few at the top. In other words, the further up the pyramid you go, the less likely you are to be affected Unless you had very severe ACEs. Okay. So less people are at the top of the pyramid. That's another way to say that. Okay. I'm just curious what the pyramid is though. Like what's the pyramid okay. measuring? The pyramid is just, let me explain the pyramid. The base level of the pyramid is the adverse childhood experiences themselves, the 10 items. Okay. Those yes. things we listed at the start. Yeah. The next level up is disrupted development. So children with ACEs who've had the first level, many of them will experience poor physical and mental development due to abuse, trauma, or neglect. Okay. But not every person that's experienced an ACE will have this. So that's why we're heading up a pyramid. Okay. Got it. Go on. The next level up, which is a smaller group again, is social, emotional, and cognitive impairment. So some of those children as adults will manifest poor coping skills, attachment disorders, mental illness, and cognitive impairment. Okay. The next level up, some of them will go on to adopt health risk behaviors. So they'll take on risky behaviors such as smoking, alcohol use, or promiscuity, often oh. adopted as coping mechanisms to help yeah. them survive the difficult circumstances they find themselves in. Yeah. And again, the next level up involves some of that group experiencing disease, disability, and social problems. These are typically caused by both poor development and risky behavior choices. And this is exacerbated by low economic income caused by low cognitive ability leading to low achievement and employment prospects. So you really get stuck. Yeah. Okay. Right? All stemming from ACEs. Now, if if you're folks like, uh, well, like I am, and sometimes you struggle with getting judgy on people that you see on the streets, mm-hmm. this kind of helps you take a big step away from that because you realize, hang on. Mm-hmm. All we're seeing is the tip of the iceberg. These few 
symptoms or a few behaviors the, at the top. Yeah. And what we're not seeing is the child being destroyed in the home. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, finally, the peak of the pyramid is one sad little triangle with the words early death. Really? Yeah. People with higher ACEs are at greater risk of premature death, oh. often die younger. Right. So some specific effects caused by ACEs include increased risk of chronic illness, including cancer, heart disease, and liver disease. Really? Yep. Poor work performance, low academic achievement, leading to financial strain, risk of mental health issues such as depression and increased risk of suicide, risk of drug abuse and alcoholism, higher rates of teen pregnancy, and STDs. Some of those we've touched on already. So these effects are cumulative. The more forms of abuse that are present in a child's life, the higher the risk of each of these outcomes later on in life, the higher that risk becomes. Yeah. So the pyramid is an issue. Yeah. So once again, we've created a bonus guide for our much appreciated supporters. If you're aware that you have had two or more of these adverse childhood experiences and they're impacting you today, the guide will give you some starting points for addressing the impact and mapping out a, a way forward. You can get this by becoming a patron of the Marriage Podcast for Smart People. We'll just take a quick break here to tell you more about that. What happens when the fairy tale marriage meets reality? Too often, high expectations lead to disappointment, communication breaks down, and the struggles of day-to-day life become overwhelming, leaving you feeling lost and without hope. Unfortunately, marriage does not come with an instruction manual. Marriage troubles are deeply personal and can take a toll on you, your spouse, and your family. Counseling can be expensive, and divorce is very costly. It doesn't have to be this way. Caleb and Valinda understand your pain and frustration. Their mission is to help save as many marriages as possible. And to date, thousands of couples are helped through their weekly podcast. But the most important marriage they want to help save is yours. With a minimum of a $10 investment a month, you gain access to exclusive bonus content and valuable information to help you succeed in your own marriage. Learn more about saving marriages and how you can help at OYF.support. That's OYF.support. You're listening to the Marriage Podcast for Smart People. Before the break, we were talking about the AC study generally and the pyramid. Let's pivot now and bring it uh, to our area of interest, which is marriage. Mm -hmm. Okay. Many of the negative effects of ACEs can potentially further impact marital quality. Again, we don't have to make a a direct, what am I going to say? You know, there's not a forced causation or just because you had ACEs doesn't mean your marriage has to suck. Yeah. Okay. Agreed. Okay. So it's not necessarily... potentially it can cause... And honestly, it's more likely to. Okay. It's more likely to, just based on statistics, but statistics are just statistics, they're not people. Yeah. So it's, it is good, though, to consider what those impacts might be. Uh, health, of course, poor mental and physical health in one or both spouses can impact marital satisfaction. Poor social and coping skills can least lead to increased stress and likelihood of poor conflict management in okay. marriage. Attachment, that's the science of love. We've talked about that a little bit before. So adverse attachment styles formed in childhood can make it harder to form good marital bonds and trust. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And financial strain can negatively impact marital satisfaction and increased conflict. Yeah. Increase the conflict, right? So this is kind of, you know, what's kind of interesting is these are links from this, but they're just to kind of standard marriage issues in a way, right? Yeah. Of course, as well, sex can be impacted. Adults who have experienced ACEs often display a range of risky and adverse sexual practices, such as a higher number of partners, a higher chance of teen or unwanted pregnancy, a higher rate of catching STDs, and more risky sexual behavior. Hmm. I'm not saying like, yeah, so again, we're not trying to stereotype or paint with a brush, so we just need to be careful here as we're going through this to say that 
this is sort of towards the top end of the pyramid. So not everybody's going to do this. Okay. But some people will struggle with this. Yeah. And of course, when this has been a part of your history and a part of your experience, that can impact marital quality and stability as well. Mm-hmm. And so, so again, it just becomes a matter of, okay, so we have this sexual history. Now, how do we heal from that? Right. Like use this as a, like, as a potential for healing. Yes. Rather than like a bashing that I'm no good. Right. Exactly. And then domestic abuse is a potential problem too, because witnessing or suffering abuse as a child drastically increases the risk of both perpetrating or and or suffering abuse from your spouse. Really? Yeah. Experiencing one of these issues doubles the risk of being involved in an abusive marriage wow. and having experienced all three increases the risk by almost four times. Wow. Right? So it, this yeah. is just brokenness leading to more brokenness and sadness. Hurt people hurt people. Yeah. I forget who it was for Linda, but, and this is anecdotal, uh, I don't have the reference here, but the person who, I think someone presented the study, one of the scientists to, yeah. to I think the US Congress or something like that. I don't know if it'd be the Congress or the Senate. Anyways, Whatever. when like by the time he was done, he was in tears because there's just such a, because the tragedy just repeats itself, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And so again, that's why we're talking through these things. It's like, okay, now we begin to see why and where these things are coming from. And this is not for the purpose of shaming, but like, how can we pursue healing? Mm-hmm. And in my, one of the great privileges of my work as a counselor is I get to see people that are intervening on their own lives and they're stopping the perpetration, the cycle of yeah. generational like issues. Like we're going to do this different in my generation. Yes. I'm going to give my kids a different experience. And that's, hmm. that's it's powerful. An, it's an honor to be able to witness that courage. Yeah. So, and again, like, uh, so, you know, we just want to be careful not to, uh, for our listeners not to be stereotyping either. It's not to say that every guy who has had ACEs will be an abusive husband, Mm -hmm. but having this insight may help you point you to areas of healing that can be addressed if you do find yourself acting in an abusive manner. Yeah. But I mean, abuse is also neglect. Like we kind of stereotype saying abusive husband, but like a mother that neglects her kids, is that not abuse too? Yes. That's child abuse. Yeah. 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 So, but I guess we're talking about marriage here. We are, but yeah. while while the studies brought to light many difficult adult issues that stem from these adverse childhood experiences, one of the hopeful and promising facts that we want to point out again is that marriage can be a healing mm-hmm. agent in recovering mm-hmm. from those experiences. Yeah. So, despite the many negative effects of ACE on marriage, ACEs on marriage and on life in general, research has shown that many adults who suffer from the consequences of ACEs find that marriage can be a place of healing and recovery from the trauma. That's cool. Yes. A loving, stable, supportive marriage can help ACE survivors to process that trauma and counteract many of the adverse effects. Spouses married to ACE survivors can help them work through the trauma by providing a listening ear, emotional support, by accepting them non-judgmentally. And and also, so that's another, I guess I'm not referencing this in the audio, but I am bringing you data from a, a couple of different studies here, that last one from 2005. A loving marriage bond can also improve an ACE survivor's attachment style by modeling to them what a healthy relationship looks like, helping them form more loving and trusting bonds. Hmm. Marriage can therefore teach an ACE survivor better emotional regulation and better coping skills. And it can also provide them with more motivation not to engage in unhealthy behavior. So that yeah. then stops the pyramid of ACE at those early levels, reducing the likelihood of progressing further up the pyramid to illness to early death. Oh, that's powerful. Like that, there's so much hope right there. Yes, yes. And so we hope you hear that hope because this is where spouses can really team up to counteract negative effects and join together to shift the trajectory away from cascading problems and towards healing. And that's a beautiful thing that marriage can do. 
when both spouses are willing to be open to honest about the challenge of these ACEs and they're united in their vision to heal and to grow rather than to remain as victims of the choices of others. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's powerful. It is. So marriage is a wonderful thing. And to yeah. all of you who are facing those challenges head on, we take off our hats. Yeah. All right. Next week, Fernando, we're talking yep. about how and when to tell your wife about your porn addiction. Okay. Not a happy episode, but uh, no. unfortunately an essential one. Yeah, more and more essential, I'd say. Yeah, that's what we have for today. Okay. And as always, you can get the full show notes on our website at oif.link slash 214 for today's episode. Find out how you can help marriages. Go to oif.support. Thanks, and we'll see you next week. The Marriage Podcast for Smart People is totally funded by listeners who support Caleb and Valinda in their mission to save marriages. If you would like to be part of this worthy cause, open your web browser to oyf.support. A minimum investment of $10 per month will help restore hope to married couples. Plus, as a patron, you'll gain access to exclusive bonus content and valuable information to help you succeed in your own marriage. Go to the website oyf.support now for more information. Thanks for listening to the Marriage Podcast for Smart People from Only You Forever.